Hello and welcome again to Oscar Mike Radio. I'm the host. My name is Travis. Oscar Mike Radio is part of the Hubazoo Network. You can find out more on Hubazoo.com. I want to thank my sponsors, Joyce ASAC of ASAC Real Estate, Army National Guard veteran Mark Holmes of Reapers Detailing and Power Washing, and my supporters, Simper Savage Salad Dressing, Bottom Gun Coffee, and Quezon Shaving Company. I am excited, a little anxious, but this is all good stuff. It's Friday here in Braintree, Massachusetts, and I'm in a doctor's office. Sort of. <laughs> You're a doctor. I want to introduce Dr. Ann Doggett to Oscar Mike Radio. Doctor, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Thank you. Well, we'll see because, doctor, I'm not you know, used to the whole doctor thing, but you do a very different kind of medicine. For a guy like me who had an eight-year stretch of no doctor's appointments, you're going to try to, you know, change my view on some things and tell us what you're up to. Okay. So um, we're all about educating people, educating people as to their choices and the consequence of their choice and their options. And, um, you know, we love to help our clients of all ages and all situations to really look at what they can do to optimize whatever they were born with, right? So that might be different for me than it is for you, but you want your optimum potential. And that means, you know, we look at lifestyle things and that can include what you choose to have for your lunch or your breakfast, but it could also include what you think about yourself and the people that you surround yourself with and, you know, how well your spine is aligned and what your energy levels are like and how you're sleeping. And there's so many choices that we make every minute of every day that impact our health outcome. And our job is to really elevate the awareness of that for our patients. I'm here again with Dr. Ann Doggett of Whole Body Solutions here in Braintree, uh, Massachusetts. And when I when I walked in, you had a plaque with a circle and square in it that I thought was like, huh, I never really thought of my body and mind as that. It had a square and a circle in it. Would you, would you kind of explain that uh, philosophy for you? So that is our newest logo, and it is really the complete representation of the whole person. Uh, Inside and out, we're looking to help people. um, As we age, sometimes people feel more confident as they address their outside appearance. And uh, we're always working on the inside as well, and we've got the whole person, body, mind, spirit. Really? Well, it, it was a very fascinating approach to... Like, wow, okay, the four corners of the square mean, you know, directions. And then the circle is kind of like... Infinity. Infinity, right, right, right. So what's the difference? Because you're more of a holistic provider, correct? Correct. So what's the difference between going to you and say like a conventional doctor? If I can even say that, I don't... I'm not a medical guy, doctor, so forgive me. Right. So we're looking for always what is the root cause of the, the symptom. Okay, so whether you have a headache or whether you have pain in your stomach after you eat, what is the reason for that? Okay. Is it that you didn't get enough sleep? Is it that you're eating something that doesn't agree with your system? Is it that you're not drinking enough water? So rather than just take the symptom away, we want to understand why you have it and then give you the tools to manage, uh, make changes so that you don't have to suffer unnecessarily. Now, now, correct me if I'm wrong here, it seems very opposite from what I've experienced going to a doctor and other people have, where you go to the doctor, tell them your knee's hurting, and they say, well, take a thousand milligrams of Motrin or Naperson and come back and see me in four weeks if it's still hurting. And sure enough, four weeks later, 
my knee hurts, but my stomach hurts hurts now ah, too. Yeah, that's that's very key. Really, you know. So whenever whatever choice you make, so you may decide to take a non-steroidal anti-inflammatory medication, those NSAIDs, which include Advil and ibuprofen, and there's a place for those. If you've got a toothache, you know, and you want some quick relief, and it's a once in a while thing, they work really well. They do exactly what they're supposed to. They they interfere with the inflammatory process that's contributing to your pain and discomfort. But it's the daily use and the repeated use and the not understanding why there is inflammation and pain. That's where you can set the stage for chronic uh, disruption. And NSAIDs are one of my favorite topics. In fact, um, I was lecturing last night to a group of my colleagues on a new compound. It's not a new compound, actually. A compound that was given the Nobel Peace Prize in 1998 by the scientist who discovered it as very important for um, signaling within the blood vessels, so your circulation and all of the aspects of health that are related to circulation, but especially cardiovascular. And we found that um, in my research to prepare for this topic and lecture, that people who took non-steroidal anti-inflammatory medications daily for pain had um, a tendency for damaged mucosal lining. But if you had nitric oxide in the diet, which could come from things like kale, Swiss chard, arugula, beets, um, that it could interfere with the destruction that would take place from the NSAID. So uh, we always want to understand the reason why the person has the symptom. And when you take a medicine, you run the risk of not understanding the root cause and really just dampening the expression. The body wants Pain is an indicator that something's out of balance, right? So when you choose to ignore it or, you know, I think we spoke a little bit before the, the camera rolled about, you know, veterans and a tendency to develop an attitude of maybe there's no solution. I'm going to live with my um, pain the way that it is, and um, I'm okay with that. And well, to be honest, Doc, I'm going to call you Doc. Sure. It's, it's a military thing. I, I, I can't remember the last time I truly felt like optimal or good. I'm just so used to discomfort and feeling bad or just dealing with it that it's just part of my day. I don't even really think about it. I mean, that's sad, right? And um, yeah, it could be sad. Or it could be motivating when you start to, for me, motivating to get the information out to a greater population. So when we developed and thought about our mission statement 32 years ago, in fact, 33 years ago, um, we said we want to educate, you know, because when people have the information, then they can make decisions, and those tools can change your life. So if you say, you know, I have really low energy in the morning until I have my coffee, well, then I might have to ask, are you sleeping through the night? What time do you go to bed? Do you also have a headache? What's your last meal? What's your eating? When's the last time you remember actually feeling well? When was that? Um, maybe 15 years ago. And what was happening then? Well, that's before, um, that's before I, I damaged the ACL in this leg. And then it just uh, has been constant pain since then. What have you done for that? Well, I, I do weightlifting and, you know, I keep the legs strong and, you know, I walk and stuff like that. But I just assumed this was part of the deal and just dealt. Uh -huh. So we have recently brought in um, a new delivery of health and wellness to people called Allographs, where we take the jelly that surrounds the umbilical cord, Wharton's jelly, and it has those cells that have not yet differentiated into functional tissue. 
So, you know, when you take the original cell, the sperm and the egg come together, and then suddenly you have an ear and a nose and an eye, each cell migrates and differentiates for special function. Within the coating of the spinal cord itself, Wharton's jelly, you have those undifferentiated cells, and you can eject them into a joint, a knee, a shoulder, a hip, a toe, um, an elbow, a wrist, and then those cells can work to because they are addition addition to these undifferentiated cells, you have compounds like exosomes, and they can start cell signaling and repair, and then they can regenerate tissue. That's a whole branch of medicine that's emerging called regenerative medicine. So if you have damage um, and destruction, depending upon the severity and depending upon the chronicity, uh, it's possible that the cells could be injected into the joint and encourage healing over months. Let me ask it this way. A lot of us veterans, myself included, I've got no problem with my VA health care, but one thing I noticed last year when I went to my primary care is my total yearly health evaluation was over in less than five minutes. It seems like that whole by solutions in your practice that you've done for a long time, that you really try to get to know your patient and understand you know, who and what they are. Why is that important? Because our symptoms and our health are really a reflection of a multitude of different factors. Okay. So we have our genetic factors, you know, those, and even those, I believe, we can influence. Really? Um, yeah, what we call genetics could be a tendency for something, but it's, it's not a, a sentence for it. Um, and you'll notice, or I will, after having worked with people over the years, that at different times in life, this the stress level that you're under can affect uh, very directly the physiology. So the cortisol made by the adrenal glands when under stress can bind up the thyroid hormone and that can um, contribute to weight management issues and low energy and mood and not having enough vitamin D in the winter months can contribute. But if you're also, you know, if you buried a loved one or you experienced a trauma or you moved or changed jobs or had a loss of some type, that all adds up to whether your genetic potential is going to be expressed or um, whether you're going to reach your full potential. Got it, got it. You say you've been doing this for three plus decades, mm. and, and medicine itself has changed in the last, you know, five years, you know, half a century, a hundred years ago. How has holistic medicine adapted to um, changing tides and information found? So I, I think we're always learning and changing and pivoting. For me, the most recent, say, expansion or the most recent recognition of something important is the use of these allographic stem cells. That's fairly new, regenerative medicine from that aspect of if you have an injury, you don't have to write off the rest of time with that injury. There are things that you can actually do to rebuild and repair tissue. That's been an evolution. I think I've seen um, more cooperation. I have colleagues who are medical doctors. There is a time and a place for all types of medicine. You know, our job and our goal and our joy is to really minimize the need for emergency medicine. And, um, and that can be done. I mean, just looking at cardiovascular disease, the number one killer of Americans, and I think it's one every 37 seconds somebody dies of a coronary artery-related event. And that can be largely preventable by lifestyle. So you see more dialogue evolving between um, the different types of medicine, 
little more openness. Uh, I have medical colleagues, and we work cooperatively, and that's not always been. Oh, wow. Okay. So let's just say that you have someone who's in pain, comes to your office. What's what's the process? What, what, can, what could a, a patient or a veteran like myself who's kind of like, you know, doctors and walls closing in and shots, doc, I hate shots. What, what, what can a patient coming in expect with you? So we have different um, ways that people enter the practice. Okay. If they enter under nutrition counsel, they'll see me first and I'll go through a comprehensive um, history and I'll do an evaluation examination, try to determine what is out of balance, what the priority is for the body to address first. If someone's in pain, I'll often recommend our acupuncture care as a, a cooperative synergy. Uh, you know, if you don't have needle, if you have needle phobia, maybe do acupressure. Um, but there are ways to mediate pain naturally without medicines, and then there are natural ways to support the body to reduce pain. So, for instance, if you had an arthritic joint, and we use an herb that shifts the pH, that could really minimize your symptoms around that arthritic joint. So you could say, I don't like to take yucky liquids. Well, then we give you a tablet with the herb in it. And so we, um, we assess and then we use our uh, vast uh, number of tools that we have. We also have a technique called brain integration technique that's been very valuable for our patients that have learning disabilities, have had head trauma, but also post-traumatic stress disorder because that changes the way the brain wiring works and it changes the way we experience our world after the event. So the, the goal with brain integration is to reset the wiring so that people can, in fact, change their behaviors. And, um, you know, sometimes I'll see somebody for nutrition, they know more than I do what they need to do to change and reach a better health point. But there may be something in the mind that is holding them back. And so we have other tools to work with all aspects of um, a person's wellness. So tell me a little bit more about the PTSD side of this, because there's new therapies being discovered, there's alternative therapies being welcomed by the VA and being used now, and there's a real willingness in my community that if you're suffering with PTSD that, you know, they want to find effective means to heal and move forward. What's your experience been like working with someone with PTSD? So the, the best case that we had was a woman who was standing at the finish line of the Boston Marathon um, the year when we had the bombing. Yeah. And uh, she was a woman who had her own business. And she was so traumatized, not physically, mentally, um, that she couldn't work. And she came to see me first. At the time, uh, I evaluated her with the nutrition techniques that we do. We use some herbal medicine to restore, replenish, tonify those stress glands, particularly the adrenals in the thyroid area. And then we worked with acupuncture and the acupuncturist helped in terms of bringing balance to the body so she could sleep and regenerate and repair. And then the brain integration therapist worked as well, getting into the areas of the brain and things like the amygdala and the limbic system and where our trauma is stored and just resetting the wiring so that that brain could go back to um, the pre-trauma state. It's interesting you say that because the little I know about PTSD and having served is you're, you're wired to be in that constant fight, fight or, or flight, flight mode. And, you know, there's certain things I do now that just by habit to assess situations, threats, mm -hmm. and deal with them. 
And I've been told that there's ways to kind of reboot the server, reset the clock, if you will, so you can you know live differently. What happens when someone comes to you like that and they've they've done the treatment, you know, that you can see them making progress? What's their life like when they when they receive what you have to offer? So I can speak to people who send us thank you notes that yeah. they're back to um, their life in terms of energy levels, in terms of returning to work the way that they enjoyed pre-trauma. Um, things like diet and exercise and body weight and energy levels and headaches and you know some of the visceral somatic type um, symptoms that people have, they all disappear. And you can get back to your relationships. And it's not that it's not without work. You know, it has, it's a cooperative exchange. Um, At one point, I had a medical doctor say, I'm going to send you someone and see if you can fix them. And uh, that's not our job. Our, Our job is really to educate and to gather information and to present in a way that people can make decisions and have tools to influence their outcome. Well, one of the things that, I have to ask about is this area behind me and you know you have a you know an actual mortar and pestle here which i thought was really really cool because it there was a time in this country and medicine in general where a lot of remedies were made right there in front of the person who was affected it wasn't produced from a factory are, are these like ingredients and building blocks to cure? So the, these are liquid herbal medicines, okay. and we import them from Australia and New Zealand because in those countries, the herbal medicine industry is regulated in a way that we know that our bulk supplier is giving us what they say they're giving us. Gotcha. So, for instance, there's a herb that we hear a lot about um, called echinacea. Okay, yeah. And you'll occasionally read a study that says it's ineffective. And then you look at, well, what what species of the plant did they use? How do they know they actually got that species? Um, how What part of the plant did they get? Did they use the root or did they use the flowering top? And when they attempted to extract the compound that works, how did they do it? Did they boil it in water? Did they boil it in alcohol? So the more we learn, the more we know the species matters. We need to really check for impurities. We need to check for marker compounds. And, um, you know, to identify ourselves as individuals, we have fingerprints. The herbs have a fingerprint as well. It's called liquid chromatography, the the, uh, approach to generating the fingerprint. And you assess and you'll know, is there a marker compound where they're supposed to be? Is there a little high point on the graph? Um, Are there points there shouldn't be? Are there impurities? And so all these liquids have been tested four times before they leave the plant. That means if we're getting echinacea in, we're going to know. Is it the purpurea type? Is it the angostifolia? Then we know the actual compounds that help our immune system are in the root of the plant. So the flowering top isn't going to help us. And they're fat soluble. So we have to extract them in alcohol or we're not going to get them out of the plant. And when we do all those things right, we deliver a medicine to you that can change the way your immune system responds when a stress comes your way or the way your hormonal system responds. And we have a, you know, as you can look at the number of different herbal medicines, what we determine when a person comes in is what what do they need at this point in time? Do they need the stress gland supported? We see a lot of women who are going through the changes of hormones through life and maybe their um, temperature regulation is... um, offset. And so we use 
you know, we use liquid medicines and we can combine three, four, five of them that might be suited for a person for any particular reason and point in time. Doctor, I go to the drugstore, CVS, Walgreens, and get what the doctor prescribed me, and it, it's, it's chemicals. Yours are naturally occurring, you know, in our planet, you know, in the earth, in the ground. How do the, how, what's the difference between how those work? So the, the plants are quite brilliant. Okay. And it's very hard to duplicate nature. And when we look at uh, women going through menopause, there's a classic example of how the plants are uniquely brilliant. So uh, we have receptor sites for estrogen and different tissues in the body, hypothalamus, that's the upper endocrine gland, um, bone, breast, and uterine. And those receptors are slightly different on the bone and on the hypothalamus tissue. If you were to take a Western medicine approach to menopause, you might replace with estrogen um, the hormone, which could in fact put you at higher risk for cancers of breast and uterine tissue. Whereas the plants will go and they'll occupy receptor sites on bone and hypothalamus and they leave the other tissue alone. So they give you that um, more gradual withdrawal response without creating harm in another area. Oh, wow. Okay. That makes sense. So what has led you to say, you know what, I have this business. I've been doing this for you know, a long time, longer than some of my fellow veterans have been alive. What's led you to say, you know what, I really want to take what I've learned over you know, my career and offer this to veterans at this point? I've always wanted to offer to veterans. Okay. Um, in fact, um, I served on a board on a company that had um, a whole campaign of addressing veterans and um, the military. Um, my father served in the military and I have two brothers who did as well. Um, my great uncles sacrificed their lives for this country. Um, I'm always in great admiration of individuals who fight for a cause and who can act in a way um, to serve something other than themselves. And so I, um, I admire that and I feel very grateful to have been given gifts and um, as part of that gratefulness, I feel like it's my duty, honor, um, obligation, joy to deliver them to as many people as possible, but especially those who have served in a way to promote our freedom. So you're watching this right now, and this is not strictly a military show, but it is. If you're in the South Shore area of Massachusetts or Rhode Island and you are living with pain, you, you don't necessarily have to. You can, you know, I'll have all the information for Whole Body Solutions in the Oscar Mike Radio Show post. And, you know, I would encourage you to reach out to uh, Dr. Ann and her office and take action. Speaking of action, you, you've, you know, taken somebody who walks in your office with whatever condition they have, or whatever state they're in, and you see them go through the recovery process, if you will, or the healing process. What's it like? I mean, I, I've asked you this before, but, you know, personally, before you get the thank you card, before you get any kind of social media engagement, what's it like internally when you're watching that person start to heal? I'm not sure the words can actually articulate yeah. that. I mean, but, it's... But does it fuel you to keep going? Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, I have 
raised two children and I come from a large family and I'm very um, involved in those things and sometimes at the end of the day I'll ask myself how how I'm gonna continue to do it all and then I get to work and somebody has a positive change and it doesn't feel like work and um, you, you know so you yeah I'm I'm really really fortunate to have been given the tools to help people awesome well again I'm sitting with dr. Ann Doggett here in her Braintree uh, practice in Braintree Massachusetts how can people reach out to you to get an initial consult um, that is a terrific question uh, several weeks ago we'd say check our website we are uh, under construction merging a couple of different sites to one we have um, we do have our a website in place and we do have a phone here so we're at 617-328-6300 we're wholebodysolutions.org as well and uh, those are really the best ways to reach out well, don't forget your instagram oh. I, I, i've been watching their instagram ladies and gentlemen i've learned so much like mm. you know hey there, there's a special like you know gun that you know gets in places that ah, you know, shockwave yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that was like pretty cool How, how's that work the uh, low intensity acoustic sound waves get in and they help the body to generate new blood vessels. So it's called angiogenesis and they'll break down the plaque in the blood vessels as well. And when we pair that with nitric oxide, which is found in certain foods, but also can be um, replaced with a supplemental form, that can just allow better blood flow and circulation and improved function in whatever area you're treating. We are fortunate enough to meet the doctor that uh, assisted Grob Gronkowski in getting out of retirement there. And he, my first introduction to this tool was watching a video of him treating Rob's uh, quad injury after that Atlanta um, Super Bowl. Wow. So anyway, it's a terrific tool for injury recovery. So as we wind this down, I guess I would, I want to get this out of you. Mm -hmm. I don't have to live in pain if I don't want to. Correct. So what you're saying most is, times. <laughs> so what you're saying is if I live in pain, I'm kind of choosing that. Kind of. Once you have the information. Okay. Okay. So not everybody knows they have a choice. I didn't know. I just figured this was just status quo. Correct. So that's why our job is to get some the tools out there and the information out there. We have people who come to us with um significant arthritis symptoms and then we switch the diet and we get uh, the inflammatory foods out of the diet and we shift the pH by eating more vegetables and fewer um, flours and sugars and lo and behold they still have arthritis but just doesn't hurt them wow okay well again ladies and gentlemen um, who's watching this and listening to this podcast um, I'm just reminded how much I don't know and um, you know, I had the opportunity to come down here and, and talk with Dr. Ann, and I really appreciate your time and your willingness to open your practice to veterans. So watch this space. There'll be some more coming. But, uh, Doctor, I want to thank you for your time today, and hopefully um, veterans will start feeling better. Excellent. And the families of veterans, by the way. Yes, ma'am. Mm -hmm. Yes, ma'am. Well, I am Travis with Oscar Mike Radio. I'm with Dr. Ann Doggett of Whole Body Solutions here in Braintree, Massachusetts. And as we say in Oscar Mike Radio, Mission Flight, thank you so much. And Doctor, thank you. Thank you.